This episode of Real Life Sci-Fi is brought to you by Epic Reads and the new sci-fi fantasy Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. New York Times bestselling author Victoria Schwab says Heart of Iron delivers a delightful cast and non-stop thrills. The pages flew by and I couldn't put it down. Don't miss this epic adventure perfect for fans of Six of Crows and Firefly. Pick up Heart of Iron today. Available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Do you do audiobooks? I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. (laughs) Feral Audio. Hey, guys, this is Mike McCafferty. If you really want to support real sci-fi with... Real life sci-fi. Real life sci-fi. And all of Feral Audio's family. Yeah, I'm doing this, right? This is me, right? This is it. <laughs> this is what's happening right now. We are doing it. This is all in. All right, well, here's the deal. you got to go to Amazon. You actually got to go to Feral Audio and <laughs> click the Amazon link. Shop the, Amazon. Shop it. No, no, but you don't, you don't have to shop Amazon on the website. you got to go to Feral Audio and buy stuff. That's what the link says. It says Shop Amazon. Well, I know. You. Oh, okay. Fair enough. You're not I'm doing just good, clarifying. man. I, hey, I, I, <laughs> I roll on mine, man. I'm all over it. Um, you guys are just in my flow right now. But you no, know, you go there and you buy stuff. It doesn't cost you a penny. And the deal is, is that like Wade and Willie get a tiny cut, and that helps them out to buy beer. To buy beer for me, we get so. probably the tiniest cut. I don't think we get any. Thank you for listening. I don't. I think haven't got you're, anything. You're, so well, I got underwear. I don't think it's happening yet. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Shop Amazon. Go to feralaudio.com uh, and then bookmark it. You know. Fuck you. Yeah, bookmark it. You should never, at this point in your life, if you're, you see how you're buying stuff on Amazon, you shouldn't buy anything on Amazon without giving somebody that you appreciate a kickback because it costs you nothing. Yeah. And it gives them everything. If you have coupons, it still works. There's nothing negative about it. There's nothing negative about it. It's only positive. You're only helping Wade and Willie tell you about what the real deal is about science fiction, about science fact. Is that right? Yeah, kinda. I don't know what the show is, so we're gonna figure it ah. out. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the show. This is real life sci-fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. And our special guest today is Mike McCafferty. Hey, guys! And you have a you have a podcast. I do. I do have a podcast on the Feral Audio Network called <coughs> "I Just Want to Talk About Star Trek." Um, hmm. And I will I say that. this: we all knew each other before any of us were podcasting. If that means anything, yeah. No, we we've been friends for about twelve years, right? At least, probably around there. Yeah, through Channel One Hundred and One. I mean, or, or we've been acquaintances. I'm still uh, yeah. out on whether or not Willie uh, or Wade's my friend. I know Willie's my friend. Wade's- <laughs> well, you told me very early on that you had unfriended me on MySpace. I did. So, yeah. So I. So I don't know. I don't know why. And then I you, told you that. Yeah, and then you friended me again later. I guess. Here's here's the deal. Can I? Can we? Can we just like let's do it? Seal this rift right yeah, now, please. So <laughs> we were at McCarris's party one time, and you were with uh, Drew Drew Hancock, and you guys were so cool, and and I thought you guys were like I don't know. There was like some sort of weird vibe going on. I thought you guys didn't like me, so I was like, well, you know, they don't want me to be friends. I don't need to be friends with them, and so and so I just kind of like defriended you, and then I thought like after I got to know you, he's like, oh, Wade's actually pretty cool, so I refriended you. 
And then I overshared by telling you that story, right. which like, like you know, <laughs> has soured our relationship since. So I'm sorry, Wade. I, you, you've always oh, been a cool be guy. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Oh, thank you. Um, hey, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Tom Grillo real quick. Uh, bought us some beers. What? Yeah. Who? He's a fan of the show, <laughs> Tom Grillo. Oh, okay. He bought he, us he, beers? He bought us some beers. You're not having one. I, you can, you're welcome to have one. Give me one. I'll take one. Yeah. They're right down there. They're in that box. Well, I can't. I can't. What are you drinking right now? Water? Do you need to, you need to open it? That's a sucker's drink. Yeah, if you want. No. Thanks, Tom. Skinny, Thanks for listening. It's the what, skinny drink. What, so, so he bought it for you and he sent it to you guys? He sent me some uh, money for some beers what and you uh, one of those pins I made for the... Uh, Oh, the our Comic Con booth we just did. You got good fans, man. They're sending you all sorts of stuff. Look at that. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Wow, you bought us Pacifico. In case you're wondering, it's delicious. I like Mexican beers over American beers. Go on. It's cool that you have a Star Trek uh, podcast. Can I be on it? Yeah. I've never you, seen one episode of Star Trek. That's okay. I don't care. I, I cause, because he did watch the motion picture. You watched, well, I wanted to get into into that, bef- but you should say what the. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about Star Wait, the, Trek, the two thousand nine right? yeah. motion picture, or the, no, the original, the seventy seven, seventy eight, seven, like seventy eight, seventy seven. It said seventy seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not necessarily the best place to start. <laughs> I gotta be. Yeah. I want to ask you so many questions about it. All right, we can do that right that's, now. Well, it's your show. Okay. Why are their uniforms all skin-colored and gray? Because it was the 70s. Because it was... I, I don't know. I mean, they never came back to those outfits. They're, they're like, tight-fitting. They have short sleeves. They're awful. They're awful. Yeah, you're Do right. Do people complain about that in the fandom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those those are uh, fairly vilified outfits. Okay. Um, but you have to also consider also that they had just come from the, the 60s outfits, which were bright red, yellow, and blue. But they went back to those, though. Eventually they did, In yeah. Star Trek II, the motion picture, Wrath of Khan. Yeah. They're red and blue again. No, they're just red. They just had red command uniforms. Oh, okay. They, well, and, uh, and they were more of like a dark burgundy on in, on camera, so. And so the original Star Treks were like bright red? Yeah, super red. Dude, super I saw red. the Wrath of Khan at a drive-in in Loveland, Colorado. And it was, I was so young, it was scary. Yeah. What was that, like 82 or something? It came out in 82, yeah. I was six. Were you six? Yeah, I was. I think I was always been like, thir- like 12 or 13. Man, I cried. I was so sad. Spock died. Yeah. I don't want to spoil Ooh. it for anybody, but... What? It's all right. It's okay. Don't worry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be okay. Uh, so today, real quick, uh, we have our special guest. He's got a Star Trek podcast. I want to talk about Star Trek. And... Um, Today we're we're talking about the inspirations of Gene Roddenberry, um, the great bird of the galaxy. Supposedly, well, no, what? this th- this all happened, but uh, after after the movies, or I'm sorry, God damn it, it's hey, let me turn my volume up real quick. It's so weird to barely hear myself. Oh, okay. Number two, I think. Here, I'll keep talking, and you can. This will be your gauge. Wait. All right. Okay. Um, after the original series. Um, there was this, now, Mike, you're about, we're about to go deep and I'm very interested to see how you feel about all this. I'm ready. Um, there was this thing called the Round Table Foundation that started in Glen Cove, Maine in the 1950s. Um, the American army physician and parapsychologist, he was also a CIA asset. I, I'm going to slaughter his name on 
Andrija or Henry, as he goes by, Puharich. Um, he wrote this book, One Step Beyond the Sacred Mushroom. Um, basically, he, they were doing like an independent X-Files thing where they were studying the paranormal mm-hmm. and just all realms of stuff. He was the he was the guy that found Yuri Geller. He was that uh, psychic who could bend spoons. Now, I think all that bending spoon bullshit is all just right. that bullshit. Yeah. But he was a psychic and a medium. And supposedly, in, well, no, no, this did happen. I don't know if you believe in channeling, but in the 1970s... Um, <laughs> There was a group of people that were a part of this thing called Lab 9. And it was, let's see, Edgar Bronfman, who was like the richest fa- part of the richest family in Canada. Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, who was a uh, CIA operative. He also ran a lot of MKUltra, mm-hmm. which is like a totally, people call it a conspiracy theory, but is it is just a conspiracy. It is, no, is not a theory. The CIA was running tests on the mental capabilities of humans without their uh, consent Okay, in, uh, in the 70s, whatever. Uh, Dr. Richard Hoagland, who NASA hired him to look at the artifacts on Mars. Now he went off on a direction that said that there were face on Mars and pyramids and, and correlations and stuff, but NASA hired him. So he was credible enough to be hired by NASA to study the geological aspects of Mars. Right. Um, J.J. Hurtak and Lyle Watson, who are New Age authors. Uh, the Unicorn Killer, Ira Einhorn. The what? The Unicorn Killer. What does that mean? I don't know. That was his name. I, oh, okay. I, 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 I didn't actually. How do you not have up. backstory on the Unicorn yeah, Killer? No, <laughs> this is the most. I know. <laughs> we can just stop the whole show. I need to. The Unicorn Killer. You just you're just reading that from a page and it says the Unicorn Killer. Yeah, I mean, I wrote down so many notes. Okay, all right. And also Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> This is 19, <laughs> 1974, 1975. They just okay. brought all these random people in. I, I say random, but they had people of all aspects of life. Okay. To listen to the channels. Here's here's what happened. Uh-huh. There's this medium. He's channeling things. And who he's connecting to, these people claim to be the Sacred Nine. Um, basically, they... Oh, go on. Unicorn Killer. Okay. Oh, um, okay, yeah. Shit, now it's not loading. Uh, Ira Samuel Einhorn, known as the Unicorn Killer, is an American environmental activist convicted of the murder of his ex-girlfriend, Holly Maddox. Wow. That's it? Why is he... I mean, I I don't mean to say that's it. He didn't kill somebody, but... There's no unicorns mentioned in that, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I imagine she was a bit of a unicorn, right? (laughs) All right, well, yeah. (laughs) Murder of automatic. <laughs> All right, so the unicorn so they, killer. They got these people together to listen to these channels. Channels of what? What channel? What do you basically? Uh, when a, when a medium connects to something on the other side, they act as a channel to be a voice for whatever's on the other side. Whether okay. You, whether you think it's a ghost or in this case, these nine claim to be the gods that the the Egyptians followed. That they, okay. In, 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 like Ra and Set. Yeah, in and... Egyptian... Uh, Can I just say that he stored her corpse in a in a trunk in his closet for 18 months? Wow, and they never found that? Well, no, that's why they found it. Oh, okay. Because neighbors were like, it yeah. smells. 
I don't know if you've smelled rotting meat, but it is so bad. That... Yeah, but like for 18 months, like what, like at what month did they decide that like that smell was no longer acceptable? You know, <laughs> well, you think it's a rat and then it gets stronger. But like for 18 months, like, I mean, like that's going to start to smell bad like after like day three, don't yeah. you think? I mean, he it fled to Europe. Okay. He traveled in Europe for the next 17 years. Wow. Okay. Uh, so he had a good life after killing. And, his and anyways, he was a part of this group. There okay. was a, there was a big group of people at Lab Nine. So so he was. A, I I I don't want to like you know derail this. Yeah, but yeah. I gotta you know you're you're giving me these great these great uh, um, resumes of everyone, and then you kind of slip in like the unicorn killer, and we kind of move on. Yeah, <laughs> I need to know I a little know, more about what I his know. credentials I mean, were. I, I know. Okay, go ahead. Please go ahead. Well, I mean, there were there were a bunch of people there. They, these were the notables. Okay. All right. Got it. And these people were basically these nine claim, claimed to be the nine gods of Egyptian religion mm-hmm. and that they were from deep space. Okay. When, when they asked where they were from, they said, we are from cold, deep space. So they're the deep space nine. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, sorry. You know, I- you know, No, that's- the, that's the bit, right? Is that, is that what you're asking me? Because it's Deep Space Nine? I mean, that's that happened after... Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So these nine are channeling information. Here's the information they're getting out. We created you guys. We want to help you grow spiritually. We are coming back. We need you to tell the world that we are coming to accept us. Okay. Um, um, so basically, this is after the Star Trek TV series. They, right. they hired Gene Roddenberry to come in and write a script about the Nine because they're trying to figure out how to get this out to the world. I see. Okay. When, if you're in a small group of people and and somebody is channeling these aliens that are saying, we're coming back, we are your gods, um, how do you tell the world? They hired Gene Roddenberry to write a script. Okay. That was called The Nine. They didn't like it because it was, you know, like a writer, it was all about himself. <laughs> yep, yep. It was about his marital status and his funny. <laughs> he was broke at the time, you know, before the movie. Okay. And uh, he also wrote a, uh, a couple things. Wait, is Deep Space Nine a movie? Or is that, I no, it's that a TV was a show. Series. It's a TV show, yeah. It, it was the, the next, a... it, was, it was Star Trek and then Star Trek Next Generation and then Deep Space Nine. And is it about Greek gods? Is no, it has Greek? nothing to do with anything. No. It's just like a weird plan words that the words Deep Space and Nine came out. So yeah, it's the name of a space station, like, like the space station so Deep Space Seven, Deep Space Eight, Deep Space Nine. But it's got uh, very mystical undertones about, uh, 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 you know, basically the powers of of mystical versus science. Uh huh. Deep Space Nine does. Yeah. <laughs> what? What the the TV show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, just r- 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 to the to the portal. To the uh, yeah, I mean, and, they, and, and that religion that because because uh, Gene Roddenberry is a, is a, you know he's a straight up atheist and 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 what well, to a degree yeah I mean yeah but that one was never was never created with his knowledge D Space Nine he had no knowledge of, he he had died before that I don't know if he had written anything before that I don't know stuff no no I, I, so I don't want to talk about D Space Nine because <laughs> the, the the stuff that's written in here is ba- a lot based on uh, the next generation sure because you know uh, okay. Is so, Deep Space Nine the one with Scott Bakula? No, no. I, the, I like how girl. you're trying to. We keep on it's going the girl, to Deep Space Nine. Right? No, it's with Avery Brooks, the African American guy who played uh, on what was that? Uh, for Hire? No, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was Norm. Remember that Norm? <laughs> you know the black guy from Cheers? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, the oh. one, the one black guy from Cheers who showed up. And they said, oh, sorry, you can't be here." Um, no, no, it was with Avery Brooks, who was in Spencer for Hire. His name was Hawk or something like that. And so he's the commander of that. Um, I just started watching that this year, and I am 
here's the thing. The reason why I never watched Deep Space Nine back in the day, because I loved The Next Generation. Yeah. I've, I love that series. And then uh, all these other series came out, Babylon 5, and then uh, 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 what was the one with the girl? I never did watch it. I watched the first episode. I was like, fuck this show. What was that one? What, Voyager? Voyager. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, I don't know what they're trying to do to space, but this is all fucking uh, bullshit. I just started watching Deep Space Nine this year, and I fucking love that series way more than Next Generation. And oh, I didn't good. know that was possible. Yeah, it's a good series. They're, they're very good storylines, very good. I don't know. I mean, I'm in the sci-fi... I'm in a sci-fi. What about Stargate? I like the movie. I didn't the TV show. I never watched because it looks like Hercules. Yeah, ten seasons. Went ten seasons. So did did Hercules. Scott Bakula in it. Who was no Scott Bakula was in uh, was in Star Trek Enterprise. Who was? What's that? Stargate was. It was like a prequel TV show, basically. Yeah, it was. It was MacGyver. MacGyver was in Stargate. Okay. And Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap, was in Star Trek Enterprise. And that was when. That was the last series which has been on television until 2017. So it went the original show, TOS, uh-huh. the what? animated series. What? What's TOS? The, the original, original show. The original series. That's yeah. what, yeah. That's yeah. what you nerds call it? Yeah. Well. <laughs> TOS, TAS, TNG, DS9, Voy, and then Enterprise. Ugh. I know. I know. So which do you want to talk about less, Wade? What's TNG? About, 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 the uh, Next Generation. The Next Generation. What's TAS? The animated series. Oh. It was a cartoon that came out in the 70s. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> bad. It's really bad. If you ever like really want to get stoned and watch that, it's it just... probably feels like a guest star in Scooby-Doo the whole time. It's even worse because it's so slow-moving. It's such a slow-moving series. And I mean, they got really good science fiction writers, but the animation's terrible. They reuse the same animation over and over and over again. The same musical cues. It's like a nightmare. It's like I watched it when I was a kid, and I just, I just still shudder from it. Um, so uh, let me go into this channeling real quick. <laughs> Meanwhile, just, just real quick. So, what people suggest is that um, of the information he got from from the, a lot of people claim that he was basically a channel for the nine without knowing it, because these nine have something similar to a prime directive, where they don't interfere with civilizations that don't have uh, technology. And and that they're just watching, and they're tr- trying to help us grow spiritually, and that they're that they're watching, and wanting to help, but not stepping in. Okay. Um, but uh, <clears throat> so so, you know, he wrote a couple weird scripts, and then he wrote the next generation. The next generation generation features nine people like the nine, and they all ha- you, you could argue that they represent that they represent the nine gods of Egypt within that within the next generation. Okay. Uh, you could argue against me, but I'll just wait. Wait, the cast. There was nine cast members. Is that what you're saying? Nine main cast members that all represent characters Name from. Them. All right, so you got Picard, Riker, Troy, Data, LaForge, um, Doctor Crusher, Wesley. Who else am I missing? Um, who? De- Deanna Troy. Wait, I got Troy. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, I'll just read. I'll just read them off so we don't have. To, okay, because yeah. I I don't want to scroll through. I I took weird pick screen grabs. Okay. So, uh, yeah, let's see. So, basically, you know, Picard is, like, represents the, the, the main god of, like, you know, Zeus and... and uh, like, Ra, right? Ra. And, uh, you know, I just found out he's gay. Patrick Stewart? Isn't he? No, he's married. Somebody told me he was gay. <laughs> he's, no, certainly Ian McKellen is gay. No, I know, but, like, three <laughs> days ago, somebody told me Patrick Stewart was gay. 
What? And he's... I was like, what? How did I not know that? He's not gay? He's not gay. Oh, okay. I, I mean, unless... I mean, Somebody was probably fucking with me. Uh, gosh, I mean, I, I, unless his marriage was a sham. He married this girl who was like 25 <laughs> years... Thought. Well, she's like, she's a little hottie. She's like 25 years younger than him, like 35 years. She's like a jazz singer. So, I mean... What the fuck? He hangs out with Ian McKellen all the time. So, I mean, right. he has... You know the the means and the Somebody motive and opportunity. Somebody was mistaken, and they told me he was gay. Yeah. All right. It's okay. It's all right. He's no. Gay. This is the time to find out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, but Jean Luc in the Egyptian religion would be Osiris. Oh, he, Osiris. He was originally supposed to be named Julian the the apost. What? Wait. Uh, sorry, Julian Picard. They changed it to Jean Luc. Jean Luc translates into John the Light. Whatever. We, we don't need to go into all this stuff. Okay. Um. Picard's Isis would be Dr. Beverly Crutcher, Crusher. Um, did you get her? Yeah, did he did. I get her for what? When you oh, were listening. I did. Yeah, yeah, she was one you I got. got her. So. so that's two. Uh, Ra Horus would be William Riker. Okay. Um, his ha- Hather, Hother, whatever, would be Deanna Troy. Okay. Um, acting as their harp. Harpocrates. I don't know the Egyptian gods that well. I don't know how to pronounce this. Anyways, that was Wesley Crusher, who would often be the Enterprise's savior, much to the consternation of many a trekker. Wesley's last name was Crusher, even though he was a huge nerd. He was Beverly Crusher's son. Yeah, yeah. Who's Beverly Crusher? (laughs) The doctor on the show. Was she the previous? Did we list her? Yeah, we did list her. Okay. I think we have five Uh, right now. The guardian role of the dog-headed god Anubis would be played by a Klingon strongman, Lieutenant Worf. I forgot Worf. Oh, fuck. You forgot Worf, dude. I did forget. I know. Damn. Uh, Thoth, or Hermes, the messenger come scribe of the Enterprise, is aptly named Data. Okay. Um, Who I hear is a scumbag with women. Really? Yeah. Uh, Security Warf- chief, chief Natasha Yar would be the ship's Yar? protective okay. segment. That's eight. Um, you didn't get her, did you? I didn't get her. Jordy LaForge would be the pita. Okay, well, there's nine. All right, I'll I'll give you nine. You missed two. I missed two. Yeah, but Yar left after the first season. Yeah, and Wesley left after like the third season. So, what, what did ta- he? What did he do? What did he do? Like, what do you mean? He went on to. He awkwardly grew up in Star blogging. Trek. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, he was never a good fit. They they just they could not write for him. They, he was always either the savior or the most annoying character. That's so. Will Wheaton, right? Yeah, it is Will Wheaton. Yeah, my, one of my favorite episodes is when they meet that time traveler and he becomes friends with him. That I thought that was a great. It was a two episode series. Uh, the, I think it was. Well, they they brought the the traveler back a couple of times. So I love I'm the from the future. I'm looking to befriend a nerd. The use, you have it seen you? it. That's is the, it you, Will Wheaton? <laughs> <laughs> and they used his actual name, which is really weird. It was such <laughs> a strange episode, but it worked. It was, I'm breaking the fourth wall. That's <laughs> so many good special effects that episode, though. <laughs> we kind of covered over it. So these guys, the nine, claim nine. that they were around 34,000 years ago. Okay. And they say I, but they refer to the nine. Let me ask you this, Wade. Well, listen, we, we shot a, a, a reality show pilot for a TV show where we had a podcast and we went around the country interviewing people that thought that they were star seeds. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and we interviewed a star seed who, who was also a channel, and she cl- channeled a galactic council. Do you remember how many people were on that council? Were we talking to the nine? I don't remember. I don't know. No. Oh. Basically, we, you know, me and Wade are asking uh, this Galactic Council questions, and I'm 
you know, I'm trying to get specific weird uh, death afterlife questions, and Wade's asking like, who's going to win the Super Bowl next year? Oh god, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is great because their answer was so uh, their answer was bullshit. <laughs> well, whoever was whoever, whoever wants, wants to win it, to win it more. the most. Yeah, like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> is that what they said? Yeah. Well, then how is that like? I mean, isn't aren't we all? Doesn't all of this mythology ascribe to some sort of like predestination? Like, well, like, I, I mean, mean here's my no thing will? in that um, realm. I I, the, I I fall into that answer more than than a predestination destination because I'm like, well, I think that all of our consciousnesses can can materialize things and and uh, bring f- things to life, uh, our own aspirations and stuff. And so it's like, it's not who wants to win more. It's who out of everybody watching wants them to win more. And it was, so it's always weird. I feel like when I watch sports- That can't sports, be true or the Patriots that can't would be never true. have yeah, won I don't, I don't so know if I, Super Bowl. I, I don't I mean, know, it's, man. It's, you listen to uh, East, East Coast versus like the rest of the 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 not that populated yeah, but country. not all the East Coast is rooting for the fucking Patriots. Yeah, same thing with the like the basketball uh, finals this year. Everyone really wanted Golden State State to win. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, I, I didn't either. A lot of them did. Everyone hated. Everyone hated Golden State. No, I don't know about that. We they did. wanted them the previous year. Well, I I I, I would. I don't know. I, I saw a lot of people rooting for Golden State to win. So, Fair I, I think. Fans. A, well, I think a lot. It of, is that. That's the. Fair, I mean, here's the thing. If you're a fan of basketball and you don't care and you and you want to see storylines, more people were rooting for LeBron James this year than. Uh, right. Right. But like my my kids were rooting for Steph Curry because he's such a you know. Yeah, that's what happens at school. Ew. So. <laughs> I want LeBron to win. I always happen to LeBron. Why aren't won. they uh, Clipper fans or Laker fans? Yeah, what are you that. doing to these kids, man? Detroit Pistons all the way, man. All right. Yeah. I'll take the Pistons. They're horrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> they're the worst. Yeah, they, they won 12 years ago. They're that's almost right. as bad as the Nuggets. Well, they got Andre Drummond, so that's that's a building block right there, man. Well, just <laughs> wait until the Nuggets get going. That's true. We've got four <laughs> building blocks, and they're all European. Okay. Well, see, there you go. So, Willie. Yeah. So, so have you laid out your argument now? Is that what, no, is that what no, you're no? No, no, no. I mean, that's not really what happens. Okay. But, all right. But, but basically, I mean, I, I, I missed a guy. <laughs> I don't want to move this along, but yeah, it's... I missed a guy in the beginning. I like it when the guest tries to keep the, the <laughs> yeah, train like, on dude, track. No, uh, here, here's my thing. This has been like I'm a not... 25 minute point you're trying to make here. I just, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on no, board. We talked about a lot of stuff. I'm we not, have. No, I'm it's not fine. I'm trying to convince you of anything. I'm just trying to let you know some things, and we can just talk the whole time along the way. Okay. Well. So, like, like, do you? I mean, like, do you believe we didn't test? Yeah, your, we didn't. Your, uh, I was thinking about I, that. I jumped into it right away. We oh, didn't okay. te- test the waters on you. Like, do you? What do you believe? Do you my, believe my in anything weird? Quotient or um, do you the, believe in ghosts? No, I don't think so. Do you believe in uh, aliens? Aliens. Um, I believe that there is intelligent life. Someplace out in the universe. Fucking default answer. Everyone you, says that. Do you believe? But I did see a UFO one time. Ooh, Talk about it. Tell yeah. us. Yeah. See, we're like you know 27 minutes into this. Now That's we're getting okay. the gold. <laughs> we're getting to the gold Denver Nuggets here. Um, so I was at Cedar Point, America's roller coast in Sandusky, Ohio. I was working there, and I was with this girl, and we we're on a beach. We we're at the beach because it's it's like a beachfront like roller coaster park, and it was late at night, and we we're just like I was canoodling, getting ready to kind of like make the move. And she says, oh, my God, you see that? I was like, what? She's like, there was like a weird disc that flew by. I was like, well, was it a bird? No. Was it a bat? No. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm super skeptical. I'm, you know, as a Star Trek guy, everything has to fall into a scientific reason. Yeah, yeah. Everything, like there's no magic. You know, as Arthur C. Clarke says, it's just it's just technology we don't understand yet. So she said, oh, my God, there it is again. I was like, you know, was it a bird? Was it a bat? Was it a spotlight? It was a 
perfectly clear night. And she says, no, it was, it was like a white disc that flew by. I was like, whatever. So finally I'm sitting there looking up at the starry sky. Two kids playing Frisbee. Well, that's what, I, you know, yeah, it could be Frisbee. But then from in the sky, a perfectly white disc with no, like, there was no uh, fuzziness on the edges. So it's not a spotlight. There's no, there's no cloud cover. Appears from one part of the sky and goes to the other part of the sky and disappears. And it was weird. I sat up and I had no explanation for it. It was about if you held a quarter from your hand, it was about that size, perfectly circular, white, like a pale white, not translucent, started from one side, went to the other side and disappeared. And to this day, I don't know what's going on. Someone said that, that like when I told them this, like, oh, well, you know, there's an Air Force base. And like, you know, there's like the Plum, Plum Island Air Force Base in Ohio, which we were in. And they said they do a lot of UFO testing. And so, so that's, that's my story. Do you think that uh, military has any sort of extraterrestrial or alien crafts that they're back engineering? I don't think so. Do you think that they have technology that's way beyond what's available to us and they're practicing it and and we won't see that for another 20 years? I would say no because I just don't – in this day and age, it's so easy to leak information. 30, 40 years ago, keep someone quiet, Yeah. Because you tell a story to a newspaper and it gets uh, quelched. I mean, I, my thing, my my only argument against you in that is okay. if you leak information these days, you're an enemy of the state, no matter how important it is to American citizens. Yeah, I mean, it, it's possible. My 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 wife's friend, who should go go nameless, said that he was in Ohio in and he saw the alien crafts. He was he was a on a, a military base. He was a military guy. And he saw the alien crafts in a big bunker down there. Uh, do you do you have other? I, I don't mean to throw that away. I don't mean to go off. No, like, you shouldn't. Like, That's the biggest nugget I got right there. I mean, my my thing is, I mean, obviously, I believe in um, alien crafts. I think they're misnamed. I think a lot of the alien crafts we see are from beings that are here, that were here before us, and oh. that they could possibly we don't see them all the time when you watch ufo a lot of ufo footage it like pops in and out and i think that Mm -hmm. that's them going in between dimensions that we're not aware of that sounds like uh the crystal skull the space between space indiana jones i never saw that you never saw it oh gosh yeah it was such such a cop-up because lucas wanted to make aliens because this is like 1950s but instead they 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 didn't say they're aliens they were creatures from the space between space it was terrible (laughs) <laughs> so, so by that, by that virtue, that I have to say no to your idea, because Indiana Jones. And well, I mean, wasn't like, good. do you follow? Do you follow like popular science? No, no, not really. Because, like, I mean, I know I keep bringing this up, but like, you know, the popular string theory suggests that there are eleven eleven spatial dimensions around us right now. Mm-hmm. We're only aware of three: up, down, left, right. But I guess, you know, like one of my questions for the, the idea that there are other creatures in the universe which are here, like what, like to what end? To what, what are they doing here? I mean, you, you posited this idea of like these creatures are ready to make their presence known to us. Like why? Well, I mean, here's my thing too. Why are we here? Like, like getting like, pussy. Like there's no, there's boom, no, boom, um, boom. But, but I'm saying what if they were a part of evolution and we just haven't seen them? But there's no there's no paper trail to that. There's no evolutionary like track to that. Like I understand what you're saying. 
Um, but I mean, again, and, and certainly in Star Trek, they observe like you know lower species, you know, or you know people. I mean, that... I'm not talking about the gods. I'm talking about a possible civilization living here amongst us that we are unaware of. I mean, it's possible, but again, like to what end? To what end? I mean, are they are they doing that? And like, why haven't they contacted us? Why do they need to contact us? You know, I mean, like, I mean, uh, again, like, if there's like rabbits out in the field, we don't have a, a pressing need for us to have like a formal introduction to these rabbits. But that's in the same respect, an alien that's way more advanced us than us has no reason to announce themselves to us if they've gone by without. Announcing well, us. true, but there's also no no reason to hide. Again, like we can walk through a field and say, "Oh, there goes a rabbit." I don't well, give a I shit. I don't about think that, they rabbit. are hiding. There's UFO. There, there are there are UFO accounts. Even Columbus coming into it, you know, to America, he's got the UFO account that this blue light was underneath the water and came out of it, and then and like that's within his journal. And, the, and and nobody ever really accepts that as anything else. What could make a blue light in the ocean driving to America on the water? Bioluminescence. You can have something like that. Yeah, but it came out of the water and uh, and then it flew off. Well, it gave him the finger and then it flew off. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Whatever, right? whatever. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not trying to make argue points. I'm just trying to say. No, that, it's, um, it's fine. I... You, you know, you're talking to me some, you know, you're, you're bridging this between Star Trek. And so I grant you that there could be things that are, are smarter than us and, and are definitely, you know, there, there could definitely be intelligence, which is much more uh, advanced than we are. But the idea that they're, they're lurking around, you know, like doing strange things to us for unknown reasons really makes us more important than I believe we are. You know, I mean, like... It just it just doesn't track as far as I'm concerned. I mean, because if we extrapolate that the stuff we do with animals, we do it generally up up front. Like we go visit apes, we go visit dolphins. I mean, we don't make our presence hidden to them because we're far superior to them. So why would an alien creature or or a civilization be so so careful as to be invisible to us? But I I, I mean I mean my personal take on your comment is that I feel like there is a push by media to make them. It's almost like this. Let's just say science says there's no aliens. So every news organization can say, okay, we won't report any alien stuff anymore, you know, because it's not real. And and then I see that, like there's the best UFO footage is NASA footage. They have the best UFO videos. But at, at any rate, at any rate. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to argue this with you, Willie. At any I mean, rate. This is, this is your home turf. And again, <laughs> as a Star Trek guy, I have to look for the more logical situation devils do that's what you know in the tng episode remember when they had the the uh actually like a thousand years like the this this alien race this this planet said okay give us peace like they, they made this deal with the devil basically they said give us peace for a thousand years and then after a thousand years you can come and rule because like their their whole planet was in civil discord and so and the, they the, show up on the thousandth year on the thousandth right. year the devil shows up it's this woman she shows up and she's like i'm here to claim this planet and luckily picard's there and they do a bunch of like science stuff and they realize that it's not she's not really the devil she's just a woman with a spaceship which has a lot of cool special effects so basically she like, knew the story and was claiming the rights to exactly so, so so then he kind of like unmasked her and captured the ship so um, the, uh, do the aliens have butts for faces? They do. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they talk about Wesley Crusher a lot. No, That's cool. no, it's too too expensive to make up. How come none of the aliens have butts for faces? 
It's too expensive, makeup-wise. No, ah! it's not. <laughs> no, it Klingon is. Klingon shit is way more expensive. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's the best they could come up with. Like, it's just little bumps on their foreheads. Everybody had bumps in their foreheads in the next generation. It would just be like a mask. You wouldn't even have to do makeup. But why? Why do you want butts on foreheads? I don't want them on foreheads. I want them, the whole face to be butts. But why? Because uh, it'd be cool. All right. <laughs> All right. I can deal with that. Uh, Willie, I, I don't want to... I'm not coming during the podcast. No, no, no. I don't, talking, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel that way. Have um, you talked about Stranger Things yet? The, uh, the Netflix series. I... No, we haven't. I'm only six episodes in. Okay. It is probably my... F- it's top ten shows I've, in a long time. I, I would consider it better than Breaking Bad up there with Game of Thrones. I, I like. I, I, I like it, I, but uh, that's come on. that's the temper, shit that I yeah. love. Temper your uh... <laughs> one season in. They, they're, they're only eight. Episodes I'm only in, half so. a season in. You're, you're, so, you're, yeah, you're three quarters of a season. I, I think a lot of it is nostalgia. I think a lot of people like it because of this nostalgia factor, which I, which I'm not discounting. I, I like it because of that too. I like kids in the '80s riding their bikes and like, yeah, yeah. and being, you know, nerds and 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 getting picked on and solving crimes. Um, but it's not as good as Breaking Bad. I just, to me, the 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 creating because my whole thing has always been creating worlds and making them believable. So to to take the Dungeons and Dragons uh, element, the story of the shadows and of the mm-hmm. and, and then like making that a realistic thing just makes my brain work in such a way where I'm like, wow, this is though I don't believe this, but like what if that was written based on a real dimension that they tapped into? I just I, I love bringing things to life that's what i love it is definitely a willie roberts show it is definitely the conspiracy the 80s just all that i mean it's i mean like like for validation of what you're talking about this is the show if if you haven't seen it it's great it's sort of a mashup of goonies uh, et and um and uh, poltergeist i would say well and what was that abram show that was trying to be a spielberg super eight super eight it's everything that. that super eight was it's everything we were hoping Super 8 yeah, would yeah. be. Exactly. Super 8 missed the mark so hard, uh, and this just... its it, it, it. You're right, though, Wade. It is a lot of tone. Like I've watched the whole series, and I wonder if season and two... And I love the soundtrack, too. That really gets me going. Yeah. I mean, the soundtrack's great. soundtrack's great. I wonder if season two will be as exciting because the surprise factor's over. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't say anything. Well, no, I mean, I'm just like the surprise of, 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 the, of the tone of the show. You know, the fact, gosh, this is really, this really feels like an 80s movie. You know, because like you watch the first couple episodes, you're like, God, this is so faithful to everything about the 80s. Yeah. And then season two, you're going to be expecting that. And without Abramsing it and being like, hey, let me see your Walkman, Tony T. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Freaks and Geeks was that way, though. Yeah, that was And nobody really gave a shit about that. Oh, God. I've watched that series like three times. I mean, it's the best. I used to think our friend Eric Phillip. Filkowski was part of that, and then I realized it was actually uh, who's the actor who was uh, the famous guy got his uh, in 127 hours James Franco. I used to think Eric Filkowski was James Franco. Oh, Oh. weird. Yeah. So anyway, I don't um, know that guy. Do we know a James Franco looking motherfucker? You know, you don't know Filkowski? I don't think so. Okay, he was uh, he was in some drunk history stuff. Yeah, he's he's kind of a oh Derek's partner. No, yeah, he's. We'll talk about yes. it after Was the he his roommate for a little bit? I think I so. Okay. Can at any rate, another beer? Yeah, yeah. Um, you want one? All right. So, so. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me th- let me throw this wrench in this monkey. Because <laughs> I have a response. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, now, okay. The Egyptians had nine gods, uh-huh. right? These guys claim to be those nine gods. Um, 
Alistair Crowley and Anton LaVey both spoke of an e- of an evil spirits group called the Nine. Those guys are Satanists. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what I'm saying is that they, it seems like they were contacting these same entities. There's a quote that Crowley, Alistair Crowley has that says, I serve my great master Satan and the August Council of Nine. Ah, okay. So that, 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 that so August for, or August? Well, it wasn't capitalized, so I assumed it's August. <laughs> All right. It is spelled like August without capitalization, though. Is that still August? The the August or August. Probably. I don't know what it means. Do you want another beer? Yeah, I guess so. Why not? So anyways, uh, fucking, fucking, uh, I mean, I don't, let's talk for a second about channeling. Now, okay, so the reason why I bring this up is because when it comes to being hypnotized, the, the psychic realm... Um, channeling. I I believe that there. I believe I haven't seen it, but I believe that there's something there. We we witnessed this girl channeling the Galactic Council. Yeah, yeah we witnessed. <laughs> I asked talking. a weird. I asked a weird specific question that got edited out of the show. And my you question, saw it? No, no, no. But I some uh, some of our friends saw it. Okay, sorry. And, go on. And I was specifically asking about Edgar Casey and the the book of the Akashic Records. Okay. Um, I don't know that, but I said okay. Uh, it, the, the the Akashic Records is I you you probably grew up uh, religious like everyone else. Um, I feel like that's a record label, right? Like Akashic Records. Well, uh, that'd uh, be a great name. The um, Moses is you know how Moses talked about a book that would like uh, the judgment that there was a that your name would be recorded and that your whole life would be put in front of you as a judgment to if you could move on to the next life. The, there was always a book. Okay. Akashic Records is just the records of all of life. Okay, all and right. it's and it's in the 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 stars. It's in the stars. It's, it's in the ether among us. Yes, it's basically a uh, a hard drive that's that's collecting all the information oh, okay. of of every thought that you have. So it's hard to to read the the book because when I read your reading, mm-hmm. my consciousness and my thoughts and change the way I'm reading you so you can read things wrong because yourself is being put into the reading as a reader at any rate at any rate at any rate I asked her a question I asked the Galactic Council about the book of Akashic Records and I I, I was really intrigued by their answer I can't remember I'd like to get that footage at any rate um, I think there were three by the way I'm pretty sure she said there were just three I thought there were more well only only because I read her book I, re- I read that she gave me a book and um, maybe you read it three times. There was there on, on the council. There were a bunch of different. They had drawings for each person, and there was at least seven. There was at least seven. Uh, okay. There might have been right. nine, but I but I so, so I was thinking seven or nine. It's bullshit anyway. Well, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a fuzzy uh, translation, right? The well, the reason why I bring up the religious stuff is because the video that I watched it comes from a guy who's very religious, and he's basically his whole argument is like, okay, this all really happened. I mean, I'll. All this stuff happened. The channeling. I don't mm-hmm. know if whether you believe in channeling or not. This happened. People witnessed it. Okay. And and so he's coming from the standpoint of there are no such thing as aliens. There are only devils. These these are devils claiming to be what you want them to be, so that you listen to them. Oh, you're smart. You believe in aliens. We're aliens. So they're 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 devils in disguise. So it's hard to watch things. When when there's already 
okay, there's a level of, of hard to believe because, like, listen, I believe in channeling. I believe in psychics, but I don't believe in most of them. I think that a lot of it is is either misinterpreted or they haven't studied long enough or just fake. Okay. And then so then on top of that, you add the Christian filter where they're like, well, <laughs> these aren't aliens. These are devils. Look in the King. And he keeps saying the King James version of the Bible. And I'm like, you understand that a king rewrote a Bible and mm-hmm. edited a Bible to fit his kingship. Like, and, and if you're not going to question, if you're going to question aliens and not the king's version of the Bible. Wait, is, who are you talking about right now? I, yeah, we're going a little far afield. So, so where are we going with this? Oh. Really? I mean, I, I, I don't want to, I don't, but like, so what, what is... What's going on? <laughs> I is mean, this Roddenberry or who? Yeah, where, who's how is the Christian? Who uh, this was the guy who who put out the video that I got all my information from. I see. Okay, I'll and, post and, a link to it. I don't remember his name. Okay, okay. I just, I just, I was trying to kind of reel this in and figure out how this is going to the nine. If you, if you look up Gene Roddenberry and the Council of the Nine, you'll find his video. Okay. All right. I, I will do that. But I know you're driving. I know you're at work, and you can't look it up. I don't know his name, whatever. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, wow. No, okay, so you at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but uh, uh, but about driving ba- the podcast. Ba- basically, for a long time, there were a lot of studies into psi abilities, psychic abilities, um, um, MK Ultra. I mean, like, I, I can't stress this enough because What's I know- What's the bombshell, though? You always bury the lead. Is there a bombshell here? <laughs> um, no, there's not. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, I just but, didn't want you to run out of time. It, it's basically is just there time that. Uh, this or what is there? We do an hour. Well, or? yeah, you got to go, right? Well, I, I mean, I did not really. I mean, it's fine. Should I crash the panel with? I you? don't care. Come, yeah, come show up. Who cares? I was you supposed can... to be Michaelson's guest, but I turned him down. Come, come show up and you know yell at them. Yell at the uh, bad videos. I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> you kids don't know what you're doing. We can take as much time as you guys want. I want to yeah, hear yeah. the end of this question that's being posited. Well, I mean, there is Willie. no question. The question is no it, question. It's just a discussion. Oh well, then. Oh well, then. I, let me respond. Then. I mean, my God, I, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Way. I don't know why I thought you were. No, it's okay. It's okay. Let me tell you a little about Gene Roddenberry. Let me. Let me. Let yeah, me let's fire go. Fire back here. So, um, the the idea that Gene Roddenberry would ascribe to something uh, that has a mystical connotation is sort of fits in the middle of my believability, maybe t- more towards the skepticism. But he did write a script called The Nine also. Yeah, but he also wrote a script called Pretty Little Maids in a Row. So, I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not, I'm, I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not trying to argue with him. I'm saying this did happen. This but, group was called Lab Nine. And, and whether you believe in channeling or not, he was there. And they were claiming to channel The Nine. I, my, my belief is that it was the 70s, and Star Trek was, you know, at that point in time, seven to eight years old, and... He was a vision of the future, utopian future, so it made very good sense for someone to reach out and contact him. Like you said, he didn't have a lot of money. Um, Gene Roddenberry, he was pretty agnostic. Excuse me. Um, but but I, I will counter that also by saying that he was fascinated with gods to yeah, some degree. Yeah. You know, he had Apollo in one of his episodes. He was, he was fascinated with, with uh, very powerful beings. And as he got older in life, he was more and more fixated with the idea of meeting God, singular, yeah, yeah, but with God. I mean, you can see that you saw it, Wade. You're at, this is actually a relevant conversation to you because Star Trek: The Motion Picture is V'ger, right? Yeah. Did, did you finish it? I did, but that was Voyager. It was, it was, but Voyager. If we look at the the movie from the standpoint of the Voyager, it's Voyager Six. It's coming back to meet its God. 
Do you understand? It's it's to meet its maker. It wants to find right. out more about itself. Which was us. Which was us. Yeah. So in some ways, it was like a little bit of a boondoggle. And you know, he's he's repeated that a lot. There's there was a lot of stories, especially as he got older, where he wanted to meet God. He wanted to meet his maker. And so that's what made five so bad. Yeah, well, he was. I don't Go think, on though. Go on though. I, I did think, appreciate it. I did appreciate the question. Yeah, it was. That <laughs> was pretty bad. Well, there was all sorts of stuff on that. Is that the whale one? No, no that's that's four. That... Five is where they actually go to meet God. They go to the center of the universe. Oh, doesn't he like? Doesn't Captain Kirk like punch Jesus or something? No, no, he punches a guy who looks like Jesus. Well, like like oh. all of his stories, they basically prove that he's not a god. He's somebody claiming to be a god. Right, right. But I mean, for Roddenberry, that became a real strong pull for him to meet. Some sort of he he had this sort of. Did he not know his mother? Uh, uh, I I think I I, I personally yeah. think that he just was like, listen, our whole society is taken over by religion, and it's like, you know, there were a lot of scientific people that can say I can prove to you that there's no God, you know, mm-hmm. but they can't because it's in their head. You can't prove I can't prove my head to your head, right? And so. He, you know, yes, he had a couple of rude comments too, but whatever, everybody has rude comments, but it's like, he was under the understanding that like, what you think is a God is just something else that's claiming to be. And so, I I mean, I'm not trying to speak for him, but he did have so many episodes of everything where it was like, this guy, oh, this guy has powers. Oh, this guy must be a God. Oh, it's not, it's tricks. Mm -hmm. Uh, The, the Apollo episode, you know, when the, when they shoot down his, his house with lasers. Little temple, yeah. Didn't the temple have his powers? It had, yeah, it had like a, a a mechanical device which created powers. Same thing with um, uh, Squire of Gothos where like they had a mechanical device in there. Uh, All the time it's, and, and, and it turned out he was a child. You know, so so there's a lot of this stuff in in the next generation. They meet Q, which is a a, a gigantic. They meet him in the first episode, right? They meet in the, first episode. the first episode. Yeah, he shows yeah. up in the first I episode. I love Q so much. Yeah, he's great. But again, is these he like a puzzle guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, solve my puzzles. <laughs> he sort of is. He sort of is. He, but he pa- I like that. But he's also an entity that that delves he's in the realm of of, of you'd, you'd like him, Wade. Going he's, through he's different like a, dimensions and like not being predictable. Yeah, he. I mean, he. I, I'm not. I'm not being flippy. He's kind of an asshole of a of a deity. He kind of shows up. It's like, oh, I'm going to make you do this, make you do that, and and so humanity. Kind of like when Cobra took a shipwreck and and pretended like he was on a different life. Sorry, Cobra. Go on. I don't remember that. Oh, it's my favorite G.I. Yeah, Joe episode. Yeah, go on. Oh, I don't remember that. Gosh, I think it, I thought you were talking about the movies. Um, so so. I don't, I don't sense him trying to seed in the nine into any of his narrative. You know, when he was given the reins to Star Trek: The Next Generation, and there's actually a great, uh, a great documentary called um, "Chaos on the Bridge." It's like an hour long. It's, it's about, it's about him getting control of Star Trek: Next Generation. You know, him, him coming to power of that, and he basically had the keys of the kingdom, so he could have done anything he wanted to. So to, to layer in this nine in such a subconscious way, it just doesn't feel right. Well, here's my take on it, because me me hearing this, I try to just apply everything I know from the next generation into that statement. And, and, and to me, the question is this. Okay, it's clear that he thinks, Gene Roddenberry, that... I hate to say this because I'm I could be I I'm bastardizing his 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 but like 
it's clear to me that he thinks that if you believe in religion, that you aren't moving forward with the rest of society. And, and then so to me, the next generation is let's get I, I love how democratic the next generation is. Mm-hmm. The, the first few episodes, man, they are everybody's voice needs to be heard. Right, right. And, and, and I love that. And it's very, to me, that is scientific too, because everybody's different and comes from a different background and whatever. Um, so to me, it's like, how do you tell somebody who's religious that there's no religion? Well, let's just show how the future works without it. And um, and every, t- every time we encounter an, something that claims to be religious, it's not. But I thought I thought you were saying that he was channeling gods. Well, um, to, well, let, let me let me let me read this quote to you because everybody's interpretation is different you gotta too. Wait. No, because I don't think I don't I don't interpret them as gods either because of of things that they said. I think mm-hmm. they were misinterpreted. There was a guy, um, um, fuck, who was it, John? Anyways, during the channels, they asked them, He this guy John asked them, what is a god? And, and you know, you want, you want to ask some channeled aliens what a god is? That's a fucking great question. Mm-hmm. Their answer was this. Uh, this was answered by Tom. Yeah, his name's Tom, but I think it's more like Tom, T-H-O-M, uh, whatever there's an okay. interpretation. Well, that's, that's at, any rate, at any rate. Good thing you brought that <laughs> yeah, up. Well, yeah, I <laughs> Otherwise, well, I was well, going to be picturing a T-O-M. T-H-O-M or is it T-O-M? Well, from from like the Hebrew or name. Is it T-O-M? As opposed to like, like, hey, Jim asked, well, whatever. All right, all right. So, so, yeah, so Tom says. It is unified, infinite intelligence supported with pure love and it grows with pure love it is absolute faith and absolute love that is god if you have doubts that we exist we do understand but remember that in each of you there is god and in each of us there is god because god is love and love is with us all that was his, that was the nine's answer to what is god that's just like star trek 5 when kirk says maybe god is inside all of us but I, like, and, and see, the, there's a weird fight there too because okay. I feel like ancient religions were trying to tell you that spirituality lies within you, and and they turn it into you need to go to church, you need to pay for church. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between faith and church. Yeah, you know? yeah. I and mean, that's that's. I mean, that's. But I, I think that I don't know. It's just, um, th- yeah. This answer sounds like something somebody could have made up that was faking a channel. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's true. So, so I will let let me as a Star Trek expert, as someone who knows Gene Roddenberry probably probably better than both of you guys, um, I will say that I I need to debunk most of this. I I don't do I deny that the the the, the Deep Space Nine exists. I I'm not going to claim that. But Roddenberry's involvement um, on a subconscious level, I just can't see. I just everything I know about him, he's such a pragmatic. Um, such a such a gritty guy that I, this just doesn't none of this flies into anything that he ever did before or after you know what i'm saying so it's possible they came up and they say hey maybe maybe the panel of nine or the group of nine is real but i don't think that roddenberry ever sub, uh, subscribed or ascribed to anything about it so so i mean the, the thing is he was there it did happen yeah but but you're saying that he wasn't influenced by it. obviously the star trek was already created before that and 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 did how much different was the next generation from the original series uh talk about that 
Well, it was different. I mean, as and and you know, maybe you know, obviously as we get older, our who we are changes. And it became less of a militaristic uh, show into one which was more of utopian without conflict. You know, the he he told all of his writers that he never wanted to have conflict between his main characters, which is really hard to do when you've got a series you got to plug out twenty two episodes a season, and Kirk and and I mean Picard and Riker can't have a fight. You yeah. know, they always have to they always have to like each other. So that certainly was a, was a fairly seismic change with him. Um, now he was in declining health at this point in time as well. Yeah. So so there there's from from his younger days when he was coming out of World War II and being a cop and and he looked at a sort of a wagon train to the stars kind of idea to you know flash forward like 20 years later and now he wants to you know he he doesn't like the conflict. I can see this being kind of a humanistic thing. Now if you want to ascribe that to maybe the the nine something like that maybe maybe he did sit on that meeting and said, "Well, well, I can see, I can see what they're saying. You know, maybe you went with that. So, I, I but I don't. Yeah, think... I mean, my thing is, I don't know what I don't, I don't, I don't straight up believe it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm just like I, I. My thing is like, I just want to talk about everything as if it were just true, just sure. so we could have the conversation. Because yeah, um, when, when you talk about okay, you're connecting four things: Egyptian uh, religion. Fucking Satanists and these channels involved with Gene Roddenberry. It was mm-hmm. like that's that's interesting to me. Yes, could somebody else take that and run with it? Yes, yes, for sure. No, did anybody make money off of it? Eh, maybe a couple of people that wrote books, but nobody, nobody in the immediate like yeah from the Lab Nine because when old studies fall apart, they they disappear. Now we also have to remember the seventies were just uh, like the peak, the peak oil time for spiritualism and, and, and for the extraterrestrial spiritualism, you know, science was meeting, was, was exceeding our ability to understand, you know, mechanical devices were being replaced by circuitry, which we could no longer see the inner workings, you know, so our brains are really pushing against, against, uh, back against that, you know, let me ask you guys a question. I'm sorry. Am I totally interrupting you? Go on. No, you, you have a thought. The end. Um, <laughs> Do you so, like, you guys? Do you guys believe in gods of any sort or afterlife? Either one, Wade. No. So, what do you think happens after you die? Nothing. Nothing. All right. You know what happens when you pass out? Nothing. So, so, right. so, so on that. On top of that question, my question is. Because well, I didn't answer. What yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have a similar belief. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I. We all basically, as uh, Carl Sagan said, become star stuff again. You know, ultimately, everything that the universe has created will once again be returned. So, you know, from a very holistic standpoint, you know, we, we our our physicality just changes. We just turn into atoms, which are sitting in a trunk somewhere with guys for eighteen months who the name the unicorn killer. That's right? kind of why I think. <laughs> Morals are a scam, you know. I kind of feel like, God, why it's don't a scam I just to fit into the society? Just, why don't I just rob people? You because, know? well, you know why? Because it's biologically imprinted upon us. The idea of having morality and like co- uh, cooperation. But logically, us. why am I not going like I should screw more people over to get more money? You should. You absolutely should. With the understanding that the consequences of the of the whole of the society will press back against you should they find out. But from a moral, <laughs> if they find so, out, right? I mean, like we all you just lie. Mean the cops. 
well, the cops or, or you know, let's say like you take my beer. I'm like, you know, what the fuck, Wade? You know, I mean, the, it's it's that humanist standpoint where it's like we can do whatever we want. I could murder you guys. I could murder Dustin over there. He wouldn't care. He doesn't even know what we're talking about probably. But there, there's no God standing over us to put judgment upon us. Right. It's only it's only society which has constructed this. If I kill you guys right now and bury you beneath feral audio, and no one ever knows, and I don't, I don't like I take the podcast, and I destroy it, and I say, "Oh, guy, never made it." Sorry, guys. Uh huh. What what's what is my punishment? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Right. Guilt. So here's my uh, yeah. Here's my no, not even guilt. I think that um, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, there's no way we can identify what it is. What God? Whatever after is. Oh. I, I don't believe in a God. I believe that we are all a God. We were all the same. Well, of course we don't know, but what it, what it, what do you mean? Uh, Define it in a better way. I'm, I, I guess what I'm saying is- What happens when you die? We can't comprehend it because we can't even define it. Because uh, that that whatever that energy is, whatever that transfer of energy is, will we still have a conscious after that? I don't know. I don't know. Because, because we can't know. We yeah. can't know. But my, my question on top of this is- so since you got, because I I lean more towards yes, but since you guys don't, and I'm not, I, I, do you believe that we that technology could match our brains? Because our brains are just computers; they're just electricity. They are just it, 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 if that's what you think it is. Do you think that we could eventually make a machine as good as a human? Synapses, you know, it. We are just a biological machine. That's all we are. So like the ultimate computer basically, in season two of uh, the original series, right? The M5 computer with Dr. Jason Ingrams. Are you asking, will we ever become that point in time where we can harness our own brain power? Or will our will, will the computer... Uh, will the computer be match our brain yes. power? It yes. will exceed it easily. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's 100%. So you guys think more Terminator ending than... Uh, no. What, let, here, each of you tell me this. Four. What future do you think is going to happen to us because of technology, because of humanity? Like I, you know, which which future? The, like like the, the 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 distant future or the distant the, future? The distant future. The end. The end of it all. Like sure, as sure. far as we can think. Yeah, yeah. You want to? What What do you sure. think humanity is going to be like at that time? I think. I don't think the that the judgment day of the Terminator will ever happen. Because again, I don't think computers will give a shit about us. You know, although they have no reason to. They'll just sort of like in that movie Her, they're just gonna go off and do something else, right? You know, I didn't why, see it. Oh, you didn't I see it. I wanted her? to. Oh, I just right. I miss movies. All right, well yeah. Her's good, you should watch it. Her's good. Yeah, it's not not bad. Uh I don't know. It sounds I, like I, a dumb movie. <laughs> I, I heard it was good, but it sounds like a dumb movie. It's an go okay on. movie. It's just it doesn't well, like it the, kind of falls in love with his computer. No, Spike Jones, man. You gotta watch it. Yeah, but the narrative's pretty soft, right? And it just he just kinda dicks around for like yeah, an hour and a half. But it's a then... good it's a It good sounds movie. like somebody who thinks they know about computers coming up with a movie. Yeah. Well, you it, don't it's have probably a, better you than can't that. have an opinion. I know, I know. No, no, no. But my my opinions of why I immediately jump on a movie are my interpretations of we what I think We should do a series where you review beginning. movies without. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be great, yeah. You can just postulate basically on like, just the title, right? Like, oh, well, you know, he's on his phone all day. What if he fell in love with it? What if he fell in love with it? Go on. 
That's good. Uh, I, I don't know if humanity will stick around much longer. I just don't know if there's, I mean, we'll always exist in some way, but eventually computers will outstrip us and we'll be a We'll be comfortable and happy. And do you like think pets. that the? I'm sorry to interrupt you, and I know Wade, you still have an answer. Do you think that the climate of the Earth will beat us to technology taking over? No, no, because with every, you know, recently I, I just read that um, the ozone uh, hole is closing. Did you read that? I thought it was closed. No, it, well, it, there was nobody's talked hole. about it since. I know because because we we stopped doing the whole carbon or the uh, whole. Um, that our emissions are actually yeah, making CFC a difference. Gases. Yeah, we we are actually. But that's, uh, oh, right, go on. Go no, on. I, I'm saying is that is that for every problem which has sort of emerged, humanity has basically come up with a workaround. And I think, I mean, like we're worried about peak oil. I think that these articles you're reading are made. Uh, whatever. I don't want to get it. Well, the difference uh, is they're written to the make you think is, that they're that they're getting. Better. The difference is there's no big hairspray lobby. Nobody's nobody's this lining the pockets this of politicians to to guard against CFCs. The way that they are, you know, oil I mean, and, and... Have you heard of lakes disappearing? Look up lakes disappearing overnight. That's happening all over the world. And yeah, that's but, just... I've never heard of that before. But, but like, uh, conversely, there's also flooding all over the place, too. I mean, the water isn't going to disappear. It's just going to go different places. So, I mean, the the climate will change to a degree, and then eventually we'll get a control over it, because we just do. We just I, do these things. I just feel like, why aren't we... F okay, yes, there will always be water. Will there be fresh water? I don't know. Because if the power goes out, we're out of fresh water. Because We'll these... make it. No, I'm saying that's what we should be focusing on instead of waiting for it to fucking yeah, but get no. to that point. Let me, let me nip this all in the bud. Take it, Wade. What you we need it. to be focusing on is getting the money out of politics so that they can stop fighting against research about global warming. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. I it's mean, like, why don't we just say there is and there isn't? And just move forward with technology. What's the what's the the only reason that they're saying there's no global warming is because somebody's paying them to say that. That's exactly right. Because yeah. there's no other reason for you to say that. Because it, it doesn't do you any good. That's right. And, and because for the oil industry, there's there's an economic interest involved. So they they hired guys to say, yeah, but what about this? And then the media, in an attempt to be impartial, gives that one percent of the scientific community. 50% of the story. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking... And that's that's wrong. That's So the media has failed in some ways by not looking at it from a scientific standpoint saying, this is garbage. We should have we should have peer journalist news. I mean, we uh, do. Peer accepted. That's, that's, you know, that's the internet. <laughs> it, know, well, it is. Like, but, it is. It, but yeah. like... Uh, it's the, all right. The it's thing right. is, you can't sub you can't survive as a as a as a as a journalism entity unless you take money from someone, and that that money is always going to come with a caveat of, don't say this because we're the ones who are doing it. I would love it if aliens came down and decided, hey, we're not going to fuck with you guys. We're not going to give you any information. We're just going to be in charge of the news because we yeah. are really unbiased. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Like no one, you get nothing. If whatever, and then it turns out it's like Fox News. Like oh shit, man. oh my god, <laughs> they were right all the time. Oh, oh, shit. Donald Trump. Oh wow. Um, you no, must I, re hear this. <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to a positive future because that's what Star Trek always advocated: the idea that humans will stumble, but we'll always get back up, and we'll always fix. In the end, we'll always fix stuff. Yeah. I mean, our world, our world is better than it's been. In a long time, I mean, I mean, and, and that seems weird because again, the media distorts stuff. 
You know, 50 people died in a, in a bar, uh, in a bar shooting. You know, 75 people died in Nice. But millions are not being killed by disease or by famine or by war. Here's my the longer we live, the better it gets. Like, it's yes. better now than it was in the 80s. It's better now than it was in the 90s. It's definitely better now than it was in the 50s. I yes. disagree the with only, both of you so no, wholeheartedly. The only, reason, the only reason that you think it's not is because now we have this system of communication where we're constantly hearing about how bad it is everywhere. Because... Because it's like a bad review. Nobody nobody writes a good review about anything. Yeah, if you yeah. go to a restaurant, you, you don't go you on no ratings, Yelp and go like, no this attention. is a great restaurant. You go on Yelp and say, this is a fucked up restaurant. The ozone hole is closing, and yet they want to talk about you know whatever the bad news yeah, is. Yes, I agree with you guys it, on that. It's fear-mongering. It's, it, people want to be scared. But here's my defense is that this. They say now that our life expectancy as compared to the early 1900s that we're living, or eight, we'll say 1800s, that we're living way longer than they lived. And I'm like, every everything is skewed for whatever you want to report. Uh, life expectancy of people in even the 1800s is longer than us now. What skews that number is that babies died. And so that, that babies dying, more babies died, which made the no, number lower. I brought that up. We were fed that on a podcast. I can't remember who told us that, but it's false. But like, I, I, everyone, I don't believe that either. Everyone yeah. dies in their 60s from cancer. No, but I... I no, they don't. No, I... I I think we're 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 kind of capped off for a little while. I believe you know cancer is fighting longevity, but but, but wait wait hold on. Uh, you you so you're saying we were fed that on a podcast? Yeah. What are you, on on our previous episode, somebody told us that Steve Agee. No, oh, who right. the fuck? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, it, it was Aaron Albertstein. Yeah, no, Aaron Albertstein was it? No, it might have been. It might have been, but it's false. It's false. Look at I, I believe it's false too. I I believe that our our life expectancy has continued to grow. Because I mean, you can't. But but you are getting less nutrients. To, you got lo- less nutrients than your than your grandparents oh, got. Oh, I don't know about that. I I, I how is that possible? I completely disagree with that. Because uh, uh, everything that you everything <laughs> that you made is from a a, a, a company. Like, what did you eat today? What did you eat today? Uh, let's see. I had chunky soup, which was pizza flavored. I'm not kidding about that. It was really good. Jesus, it's from Christ. a can. It's filled with sodium. It's 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 got preservatives. I in had it. cherries, delicious cherries. Uh, those <laughs> are sprayed with chemicals so that they are the biggest cherries you've ever seen in your life. Your grandfather never saw a cherry that big. I had almonds. Uh, almonds are whatever. I'll tell you what almonds, almonds are. are They're charcoal. They like they fucking they put them over like fucking. They roast CO2, them. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, like, but you can't tell me the nutritional contents is, is less. Now, you it, may tell me that there are I mean, different CO1, chemicals being introduced. Carbon monoxide. Um, but the, but the, nu- the nutrients we're getting are but listen, far better. But listen, Willie, like, what, why, why would you want to think that? Why would you want to think that about this world? Like, what, what are you raging against that, 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 that um, actually benefits you to think, to think like that? Yeah, we, Willie. It would be – we would all be more – there's here's the thing nutrition is this about nu- the pineal gland no again? no no take I away take away all blue that apron. nutrition has been ta- stripped from us because these companies came up with things like the the milk the dairy group uh we don't get the nutrition that we need if we all had our own garden in our yard we would all be more nutritious than going to the store every day. Mm, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. Nutrition I, comes straight from. I, I think it's the. I think it's the. We, we we're just. We think we can just add it up after you. Oh, let's grind up these checks and check how many vitamins are in here. 
it's not that simple. The the energy being translated from like photosynthesis. If you eat a raw plant, you get so many more nutrients than it going through a plant and getting stewed into a beef stew that but you can look at look you can look at the heights of of people throughout the ages and we are gradually growing taller because we're getting nutrition you can see when the japanese were that's if you ignore the existence of giants go on (laughs) wow okay well there's the end there's the end around from that well shit i can't can't be magic (laughs) one one there was only one 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 and he died he got shot full of so many damn arrows he was malnourished because he that was a bad tactic on his. Well, his I mean, like, I love the idea of uh, Star Trek, you know, uh, uh, food. Hey, hey, computer, give me a roast beef from the 20s or whatever, you know, like <laughs> this specific food Did order. Did they do that? No, but... Well, you can get any food you want. Whatever food you want, you can get from the uh, replicator. Fuck stuff. yeah. And we're coming close to that. They're making printable food now, you know? I mean... What are they? How do they, they print uh, vitamins into that? I'm just. It's, I, it's just. I mean, it's vitamins just, exist. They're vitamins not like just, made up. You can. They're get chemical them. compounds that you can just put in the body. But the I mean, vitamins you get from a pill do not match. Your body can't use them the way they would use it from a raw vegetable. You don't know that. Uh, <laughs> you don't know that. I, I feel like I know it. You, okay. just ri- you, you sound like an old Giants. man right now. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're raging against like this 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 new. But you I know. I just I just want you guys to know that you're wrong. It's not about me being right. It's that I think it you're is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, listen, listen. As much as I as much as it sounds like I'm saying all these fights, I still fucking ate you know bullshit sandwiches. Today. I eat really well, man. I eat farm fresh vegetables. Oh, all right. Uh, I've got some vegetables in my front seat right now. I'm pretty happy about it. In your I, front seat? Fuck vegetables. In the 104 degrees. Right <laughs> Should put them in some water and boil them, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I eat no. Blue Apron. It comes from local farmers. See? You, you, you buy like Blue that. Apron? You oh, pay for that? Oh, it's the fucking best, dude. Is it really? Yes. It's oh, so good. It. Oh. It tastes good. But is it expensive? Well, for it's ten, it's ten dollars a meal. So for you, be like forty for bucks the family for kids, meal, yeah. it would be yeah, it would be. That's I pay sixty dollars a week. That's well. And that, listen, this sounds good. That's a good price. But you're ther- seriously considering printing food? Go to blueapron.com. No, uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about printing food is they're it's a good fucking thing because they're synthesizing cows. They're synthesizing like yeah. Oh, oh, I like that. Well, now you can't pick and choose, though. You can't. I mean, you can't say I like that. I, but I can don't like pick this. and choose. That's all. I, that's all my whole life is. I mean, bananas like, if are you, completely if you could, cultivated. If you could have a hamburger that didn't kill a cow and was actually better for you than like a real hamburger and it tasted the same, I've seen that thing. I do you'd like. Be that. like, yes. I'm just please. saying, it sounds like 3D printer food. That's what. That's what I got well, in my head. Well, I mean, it sort of is to some degree, but I mean, in the end, I mean. That's what we're doing anyways. I mean, this that's what society's all about. We're processing things in a better way so we can get better nutrients, so we can get better things, so we can sit in this great studio I know, but here. But I don't think better nutrients is the goal of a company trying to print food. I'm saying... Unless, unless it becomes an economic uh, advantage. And then they say, oh, this has more nutrients. And then they go and they play along. It's, it's, our, it's our job as a society to stand up and say, no, you have to give us better. So... I I agree with you, but I don't think, I think anybody's saying anything. But I think that the companies who are who are doing this right now, one hundred percent, are going like, "This is better for everyone." I like. I that. think I think once 
once that becomes mainstream, then there's going to be companies who are like competing with them. And then you have to you have to kind of look at them and go like, well, they start really cost cutting, yeah. Shit? Then because the capitalism comes right, in. yeah, right. But right now, I think like these companies who are like what is leading that the charge. Do you guys know? Because I saw that thing too, and I do like that a lot. There's a but few, it's just uh, to there's... throw in the word printer, and I don't, and I forget that it's that. Oh yeah. Well, I, I was just well, that was you. just his word. I don't think anyone else is saying we're printing food. <laughs> no, no. There, there is people. There are people who want to get like because you have the 3D printers now, and they want right. to they want to like the old 3D print chicken, basically. You know, I mean, <laughs> which would be disgusting, but eventually that's, that's what it's coming to. I mean, our food, it, you eat those little, you know, baby carrots, right? Those are carrots, which are, are sourced and then go through machines, which are tumbled out and they, they, they cut them down. That's not a real carrot necessarily, but it's, it's acceptable food that you enjoy. I heard those were invented because they were reject carrots and someone was like, well, yeah. I'll just like peel these and sell them as baby carrots. Yeah. And, and it, it took off and now that's all we eat is baby carrots. Right. Yeah, because they're delicious. Yeah. Get some hummus. Perfect snack. Perfect snack. I fucking... Carrots are back. Carrots are back. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. Welcome back, back. carrots. You you fucking made it. I think if there's anything we've learned today is carrots are back, man. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. What's the thesis? I mean, uh, what I would like... I don't know. I I love the idea that... that, some of the some of the ideas in the next generation are are ideas that that Gene Roddenberry is trying to put in front of a society to say, "Hey, they're coming." <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, so it's like, "Hey, let me show you how these people work together through space," because you don't know your neighbor, or you're a piece of shit to them, and like, you, we better figure it out soon. Yeah, not to just say that, "Hey, these they're." Gonna- oh, it's like an. It's like an analog for for interpersonal kind of relationships. That's that, what you're saying. Sort of, yes, yes. That like that like uh, interpersonal relationships, meaning having an interpersonal relationship with humanity, not with your neighbor, but with humanity. That except that this little starship going through space represents all of us on this planet. I mean, that seems like you should like religion then. Because organized religion is all about that. Uh, take away the money, and I would love religion. Take away the money. Mm-hmm. The money is what makes them. Y- you know that uh, there's this house over by uh, Shauna's house that, like, it was a it was a convent, and and Katy Perry just bought it. The rumor is that that's where they would hide some of these priests that would that would uh, uh, molest kids. Yeah, because oh. they're still hiding them. Yeah, how are you? How are you a religion of the future where you're hiding molesters because it's going to ruin your money? It's going to ruin your money. Did they, they ever claim to be a religion of the future? I mean, if anything, they're uh, struggling uh, to survive. Uh, in the they, they didn't. I'm just saying, like, well, it's, religion it's should always future, feel like you know, the, they're the, the religion of the future. The rapture, you know, the idea is the rapture is that you know. Oh, yeah. So the, the distant future. So okay. Um, that's and, and, and you're gonna. Hide people that break probably the biggest. Yeah, listen, point taken, man. L- yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, molesting kids is worse than murdering people. I, I don't care what anybody says. I, you, you've Definitely. ruined a life that's going to ruin other lives. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you kill a kid, he's done. Yeah. But if you fuck a kid, man, his life is his life is fucked. Yeah. And and he's it's going to affect everyone <laughs> around him too. And I, I I mean I'm not not to say that to make murder less. I'm just saying that like. How are you a religion that is hiding people that are committing a crime that I would kill them for, and I don't kill people? Well, it's a good thing that Spotlight came out and and put an end to all that, right? Yeah. 
That's what happened. It's all over, right? It's all yeah. It's finished. It's done. <laughs> we did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> well, any closing thoughts? Do you have anything you want to pitch or plug? A, a plug or uh, your podcast? Do you want to you pitch a TV show to us right now? Well, I said Stranger Things. I think that's completely up your alley. Finish that off. No, I mean an original show that we could maybe produce with you. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, oh, well, God. Okay. <laughs> <joking. laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see. Two apes who Two are apes. Oh, driving like on the four hundred five. Wait. And what? Car... Is this in the future? Well, it could be in the future, but okay. I, I, so. I, I, it's like a hover car? Well, see, here's the thing. I like In, in it. my mind, I see it as sort of like a turn-of-the-century kind of thing, where the um, 405 is going to turn exist. Turn of which century? <laughs> Any century. That's the, it's a time travel show with educational, aspirational elements to it. I don't really like apes. Can they be dolphins? Uh, you know, it's funny you said that. It's funny you said that, because my original pitch was for dolphins. But how but, are they going to drive? But we'll figure it out. Yeah, th- that's fine. So, like, the cars, The cars are of the future. But of the past and their horseless carriages. Okay. Totally um, we'll call you. I, I I have a one sheet if you want to take it. No, <laughs> that's okay. Oh, shit, we're not we're not gonna pitch it up. Oh damn it! All right. Well, uh, uh, hey, but if you got any other ideas, you know, we'll 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 hear them. We don't have cards. We ran out of cards. Oh, cool. Well, it's probably just your name, dot, your last name, at whatever organization. Don't <laughs> right? fucking dare email me. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> hey, dude. Cool to hang out with you. I nice want to share something I did on Channel 101. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Our lives are sad. This well, is th- a- hey, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks for kind of talking about Star Trek a little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry that I was, like, not... Uh, good direction you were so ready for this episode i know oh i, know. I had a great time i thought it was great oh, yeah. no, it was great i, I right. was ex- as long as you're happy uh-huh. i never know what you're going for if you're happy so. that's fine uh listen to i just want to talk about star trek on the feral audio network sponsored by MeUndies and amazon shop amazon um and listen to these guys because as captain kirk says risk is our business and these guys are risking it every single podcast with sometimes ridiculous ideas but if, if they don't say it, no one else will. And that's why I like this. I don't ever listen to the podcast, but I love these guys. What does God need with a starship? There you go. Get your life together. Feral Audio. Hello, I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. (laughs) That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself (laughs) is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, he's in a castle in Poland. (laughs) He's Like, I mean, if you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich... I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my girlfriend, a... she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. 
She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. Help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my <laughs> 